Buenos nachos, Jill. Good evening. How's it going? I don't think that's how you say it. It is how you say it. I said good nachos. Good nachos? Yeah, nachos. You eat them with your chimichanga and quesadillas. That's not offensive to anyone that speaks Spanish, I bet. It's not offensive. It's just wrong. (laughs) Is that offensive? (laughs) I don't know. I got that from Napoleon Napoleon Dynamite. Jalapenos. Napoleon. That doesn't make sense. I was doing Napoleon. I was calling out Napoleon in Napoleon's voice. That doesn't make sense. It works. Napoleon, get your gosh dang chimichanga. I don't want a gosh dang chimichanga. Jeez, get off my. (laughs) Stop writing me, Uncle Fester. I can't remember. What's wrong with me tonight? I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) But okay, so I've been watching Supernatural reruns Mm because I don't know why. But I watched it like. I watched the whole series like, I don't know, eight years ago. And then I caught up on it like when the series ended. And Uncle Rico is in it. Really? Yeah. And I was like, why do I know who that guy is? And so I pulled up the IMDB and I was like, Uncle Rico. That's cool. So just for your G Wiz files, any nerd supernatural. You know what? I bet there's a name for that phenomenon when you watch a show and you kind of develop a kinness with the characters and then you see them on other stuff. And you're like, Oh, there were, I feel like there were several people from Napoleon dynamite that were in big love. I know that the girl, I didn't, I quit watching it. Napoleon's girlfriend was in big love. What? What? What did she play? Was she one of the wives? No, she was the daughter's friend. They worked together and she was like the, she was the good Mormon girl. I don't remember. I stopped watching Big Love after like the third season. And then the grandma from Napoleon Dynamite was in, was it the grandma? Yeah, the grandma was in Big Love. She the played, one that uh, broke her cockles? She was, I don't <laughs> she played. I uh, she said that. She played a, uh, a, um, she was like a wife of the competing polygamy group. So like the Rulon are all red equivalent. When you... Anyway, the grandma was in oh, Big Love too. Yeah. And, Did they film that and in Jake, part, focus. Part. So, no, there's more. So... The mom, the first wife from Big Love, and the aforementioned girl, girlfriend in Napoleon Dynamite, they were together. They played mother and daughter in Waterworld. Yeah, I never watched that show. I had bad taste in movies, but you've seen Waterworld. No, I haven't seen Waterworld. I never saw it. I didn't know that they were in it. I can't remember. It's weird. I can't recall simple words. I'm always at a loss for what a word is, but I can easily run off movies. stuff like that that I don't even care like about. Like useless I knowledge. I don't care about movies. I don't, I'm not into pop culture, but I can remember so, certain things. I, I can rattle off useless facts of knowledge. And it's stuff that like nobody gives two craps about, but 
I can prove it and I know it. I don't know why, but that stuff sticks in my brain. And I remember this, uh, here's a useless story. I was at my gynecologist's office and it was like my fourth appointment with this guy. And like, any- It could sound okay, like a so, date. No, I, the reason Not I- the gynecologist this, and I'm just chatting it up with this guy. So, and okay. Dinner. So I, my previous OBGYN for like 20 years and then she stopped doing obstetrics and so when I got pregnant like the first time I had to go to a different person and I ended up having miscarriages so like by the end of my whole fertility I had had eight miscarriages by the time it's all said and done so the baby factory is shut down at this point so and I'm fine with it just for our listeners and maybe at some point in the future, we'll get into that and talk more about it. But at this point, that's all we need to know. But yeah, so I'm like at the OBGYN's office and for fourth visit, this is after my, I think my second miscarriage and this is four visits in. And I made this really weird comment just out of the blue about, I don't know, I can't like something about the ratio of meth addicts in Utah. And my OBGYN just looked at me like, huh. <laughs> and then it just was like awkward silence. And then I had to have surgery like two days later, like a DNC. And we're standing, you know, he comes into pre-op and he's like, so I need more useless facts. And it was just weird. It was kind of one of those odd situations. But then like this friendship evolved between him and my husband because they were like, Jill's like got this personality that's like a marble in a garbage can. Like I can go from one subject to the other, you know, like, anyway, there's no point to that story at all. Just other than. No, it's good to know that Jill, you're really good at making an awkward situation, like a gynecology appointment, even more awkward. Oh, I, yeah, I have a talent for that that could be an, an ongoing saga is how we should do something each appointment to make it more awkward and then tell us about it yeah i mean i don't have to go to the OBGYN anymore but i am having surgery in like two and a half weeks so i can tell you all about that later good, good. you know speaking of ultrasounds no that didn't work i was gonna say my useless knowledge i can tell you if you give me a president i can tell you where they're from and i can probably <laughs> tell you what political part they are that's another weird thing i just happen to know like shit just sticks in your brain oh sorry yeah it's all right um so jake we have questions that need answering but first before we get to that what song is stuck in your head today <laughs> Ooh, so it's a song from a pop star from Kazakhstan named Dimash. So my mom is obsessed with this kid named Dimash, and he's from I was gonna say Arkansas. <laughs> he's from Kazakhstan. He's a pop star, and he is like a he's like a opera singer with of pop songs. 
So, so like, does your mom like Borat? I don't think my mom knows who Borat is. Like, because I really she doesn't feel like him like... because he's from Kazakhstan. She likes him because he. I was just has kidding. This, he has this wide vocal range. And it's like, but it's it's pop song and it's a dude and it doesn't sound like a dude. And my mom's just enthralled by him, like enthralled. So for Christmas, I bought her a Dimash album on iTunes. But she was so excited. She was. And you know, I'm I'm staying with my mom right now over the holidays and we've been listening to Dimash and been a little bit painful i'm not a fan but <laughs> makes my mom happy but dinah you know. is yeah and i'm also i've, I've got to show you this thing i i'm a fidget spinner person except i not with actual fidget spinners but i'm a fidget person you just like to just, have stuff in your hand yeah i couldn't decide i've migrated to this pill bottle but i've got to show this if you're watching on the youtubes this is my dad's this is for his cancer medication the stuff, like this bottle is cool. It's a smart bottle. So he had to take the thing every day. And so when you open it up, it lights <gasps> up. And there were there were other things too. There were chimes. So we had a time set up. And if the bottle wasn't opened by a certain time, it would start chiming. And then if that didn't cool. respond, then someone from the pharmacy would actually make phone calls. Like they did all this stuff to make sure you took your medication. He remembered to take it. Yeah. Which I thought, like, I was so enthralled by this bottle. Like, this is the coolest thing ever until I realized the medication costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. So this is actually the least they could have done. But since he passed yeah. away, I called up the pharmacy because I'm like, do you want this bottle back? I'm not throwing this yeah, bottle away. Those have to be device. really expensive. Yeah. It it's cool. Like, you've got to be able to reuse this. I'm not putting so was that garbage. like for chemotherapy or mm-hmm. yeah it was for, that it was for amazing i did they, not know those existed they they don't want it back they're not going to reuse it so they said just dispose of it like you would any other electronics but i'm like no i'm gonna figure out some use for this like, so this is what cool. i mean i'm gonna do a call out like in my head there's some sort of craft item or something like this can be used in some way but i yeah. don't know what and we don't have like the thing with the chimes and stuff that was part of a service. Which right, right. So at this point, it's just the light, but we can recharge it. It's got a little cord, recharge it. A light comes on, we open the lid. So I feel like I've got to turn this into something. Is that something that can maybe be donated, do you think, or no? No, because again, the medication costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. So uh, whoever gets this true. medication is just going to get the smart bottle and the same bottle. Like a, okay. Fly. I keep forgetting I'm being video recorded. I'm swatting flies here and left. Oh, that's okay. I'm sure I'll get a cat somewhere walking across my keyboard or something at some point. Why don't you uh, tell everyone what your shirt says? I'm pretty sure that my anti-vaccine crowd will love it. But it does say, vaccines, safe and effective since 1796. Jake, would you like to tell people what you said, what you thought? Before we went on air, I said, "Yeah, mostly safe, yeah. There's, there's been some Except exceptions. Except for all those kids in Philippines. And I just read something not too long ago. There was some sort of vaccine in the Philippines, and they 
administered it before they had really finished testing it. And I don't remember what the vaccine was for, but it killed a bunch of kids. Was it like, I don't know. It was a while ago. I could look it up. I could look it up, but no. And before anyone starts freaking out, I think our current COVID vaccine was tested for a lot more and for a lot longer than that one. Those that was one they just been... like came up with it and stuck it in people. And then. Okay. So the MRNA vaccines have been in. Re- they've been researched for like 20 years. They just haven't had funding because there's not been a pandemic. <laughs> right. They're not so that new. They're really not. We just didn't have funding and there wasn't test subjects. So it really they're not and the efficacy rate is really awesome like well and with all the trials and now there's been how many people like there's been at least a million people worldwide that have been vaccinated so you add those Mm -hmm. there's over a million people no one's died from it yet i think in the united states i heard a statistic i want to say there's i i'm sure i'm I got to read it because I don't want to give misinformation, but I believe I've heard that maybe 30 people have had allergic reactions. So given that so many people have had the vaccine and they've had allergic reactions, but they're giving this in the hospitals, they can have the EpiPens and the, I mean, it's really not dangerous at this point. Those can be treatable. and. Yeah, they were all treated. No one's had any issues that lasted longer than a no. day from what I've seen. No, they haven't. And I think I said this last time or one of the previous times, but I I, I kind of get the uncertainty about it. I keep hearing. I do. By hearing, I don't actually have verbal conversations about this, but I do go on message boards and people type stuff <laughs> all the time about, we don't know the long-term effects and blah, blah, blah. And, like, we don't know the long-term effects of COVID. Actually, we have a good idea of long-term effects of COVID. We just don't know how long long-term is. But there's people that have been suffering with something with COVID for six, seven months now. Who knows if that's yeah. permanent? You could have a permanent disability from COVID. So I have a friend that works in uh, Palma. Oh, Oh, anywho, that was that's going to be a weird edit. We lost Jill for a second, but now uh, we're back. You're saying you anyway, had a friend in. I have a friend that works in a pulmonology clinic, and she said that prior to this, um, the long haulers, the big population in her clinic was COPD patients, and they were about the biggest age range was over seventy. And she said, now they're seeing patients about the average age is between 40 and 60 with chronic lung disease from COVID. And yeah. so it's interesting to hear that from somebody that works in a lung clinic. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I don't know if that's something that will eventually be healed. We don't know. We don't know anything. Well, I don't know. I I listen. I hear the thing about we don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine, but can someone offer up 
possibilities of what long-term effects there could be based on other vaccines. Cause I don't really know. I've never heard of long-term effects of vaccines that don't show up right when you get the vaccine. Right. Is, is right. there any, is there any documentation in history where someone's been given a vaccine and then 10 years later, something happened as it's, a result of that vaccine? I think I, uh, you look at people that do their, on research and those are <laughs> those are people that have their youtube degrees well i mean i'm asking seriously because if there is i'd like to know but the way i'm you know, looking and at I it can't, I, I don't want to give in misinformation i i i don't i i don't know who knows That's let us know my answer yeah you know, let um, us know I'm, I'm i know plenty of docs doctors that research this and this is what they go to medical school they see this and um if if you um, if you're listening to this podcast, look up Z Dog MD. Go to his page. He has a lot of information on vaccines. We can he link studied, that in our show notes. Why don't we do that? Because he has a lot of information. Um, vaccines are something that he's very passionate about, and he's funny when he explains it, but he explains it in a way that people understand. So that's something that maybe we should think. So maybe, yeah. So at the end of the day, which is one of those sayings I really hate. I hate when people say at the end of the day, all throughout the day, at the end of what I'm thinking of, you have to take your chances with one or the other. Do you want to take your chances with COVID or take your chances with your vaccine? I vote COVID and no vaccine. I vote vaccine. I'm going to take my chances with the vaccine. And the other thing is if there really are microchips from Bill Gates, I'm fine with that. If Bill Gates wants to track me around, he can come find me and give me some money. The thing that makes me laugh about that, (laughs) we all have cell phones. Yeah, we're all being tracked anyway. I mean, you put your information in and... eh. (laughs) whatever okay moving along okay let's ask let's answer some of our viewer questions questions from viewers of something these people these people are fans of shows they may not necessarily be ours and these questions may not be directed towards us they may be i have one uh jake yes use uh your pronouns in your email signature oh that was that's an interesting one this is fascinating i like that one this this is a really good question it is so and i'm gonna i'm gonna tread this delicately because um well i'll answer the question no i don't put my pronouns in my email signature at this point i see that kind of as an equivalent or something related to a pronunciation guide for your name. So if, if I had a name that was frequently mispronounced or hard to pronounce or didn't, wasn't pronounced the way that it looked, I would probably put a pronunciation guide in my email signature. And so I, I kind of see the pronoun thing as similar where if someone has, they prefer a pronoun that maybe people get wrong or wouldn't assume Mm -hmm. by their name or by their appearance Um, or something. They put that out there. Yeah. To avoid 
to avoid awkwardness things, but I'm seeing, so that's, that's why I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to other people doing it because by all means, if you've been, if people call you by the wrong pronouns, that's probably not conducive to well being. you know, you want, no. you want to avoid those awkward situations. Um, but what I'm seeing, and I actually attended a webinar, a pretty lengthy webinar, like a two part thing on LGBTQ stuff and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually recommended doing this. So, well, I'll, I'll reverse a little bit. So for me, I, I don't have any issues with pronouns. People don't get that wrong. The pronouns I prefer are the ones that you would probably assume. So, and, you know, and if someone were to get it wrong, that's never really happened. So I don't know that I would be offended by it, but that's, that's me. Other people have different experiences. So they would, they would relate differently, but in this webinar, they were kind of encouraging people like me or people like us that don't have issues with that to still maybe consider putting, doing that so that, um, so I think it's more so, of a sign of solidarity or like right. an ally or something. So, so interesting. Um, another story about this crap. I have stories, but um, so you've heard in previous podcasts, I work in a hospital and uh, I recently had, well, not, I mean, recent ish. We had a, a transgender patient and um, they had their driver's license had not been changed yet. They were waiting on their birth certificate to be changed. And they did not, it, it was really bothersome to me. The doctor, they asked us to change their name and their medical record. And our training is that we change it. That is what the patient wants. They've gone through many surgeries. They've gone through hormonal treatments. This is something that they feel, I I mean, this is something that they were born, their body, they were born in their own body. This is how, you know, this is, this is what we are trained to do. We change their medical record to the name that they want. It's called dead naming um, in the transgender community in the LGBTQIA community. Um, it's called dead naming. If you, you know, miss, if, if you call them by the wrong name and you don't want to misgender them. Um, we had a doctor that would not conform to this and it was really uncomfortable, but um, where I'm going with this is I, I tend to agree with Jake in that. Um, I mean, I, I don't do it in my email signature, but I I understand the point of it. And I do think that our generation, the generations below us will be doing that in the future. Um, But I have been introduced people that, you know, the first thing is, you know, my name is so-and-so and my, and then they say, and what pronouns do you prefer? Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't, I know plenty of people that do have that, a, a personal problem with that. And I think that's something that we need to address in the future. 
I don't, I don't have a right answer for that. And uh, to our listeners, if you are transgender, if you belong to the LGBTQIA community, I would love feedback on, on how you feel about it. I really would. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll call you whatever you want to be called as long as it's not too difficult. Unless you're an a-hole, then I'll call you what I want to call you. I'll probably still yeah. give you your preferred pronoun, but I'll... I mean, I will too, but yeah. For our listeners that don't know, I met Curtis when, because of politics, I was a member of the Republican Party. Um, <laughs> very active member of the Young Republicans of Utah, and he was vice president of the Young Democrats of Utah. That's how we met. Um, and I, I'm more moderate now. And I mean, he's still very liberal, but I've learned the tolerance. And I think that's something that we all kind of need to figure out. There's a respect thing. And I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to make this a political show, but yeah. We're can I go, on a, can I go on a political rant? Do you have time? <sighs> we haven't into, oh, we've answered one question. I do have a political rant. Yeah, go it doesn't apply rant. to you or Curtis, but because you're, but I have a rant that I'm going to repeat over and over and over again. I don't think people should. Partisanship is bad. Yeah, but I don't think people should identify with a political party if you are not involved in politics. So. When people ask me, are you Republican or Democrat? I go, well, I'm not a politician, so I'm not either one. Just please, I can go on and on hey, on why I, that's a bad thing. People, people know. Don't identify, identify, get your identity from that. something else, please. And okay, so your mom's adorable. <laughs> and I do love your mother. She's one, she's one in a million. Um, but I posted something on my Facebook and she goes, aren't you a Republican anymore? And I'm like, yeah, but Republican uh -huh. doesn't equal <laughs> conservative. She was, she was pulling the loyalty test on you. You must have said something about Trump. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a Trump fan. But um, yeah, You're I'm very moderate. not a true Republican man. I keep my registered Republican status because I think that Republicanism, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Never mind. I need to change the subject. Yeah, let's ask a hot topic. Let's move it. Let's ask another question. Let's move along. This is for you. If Okay. If you had been, been if you had been born in the Middle Ages what would you have already died of? Our, <laughs> our listeners have really interesting Heresy. questions. Wait, okay, so heresy. You can die of heresy? I probably. You would have been hanged? You probably would have burned me. Like a witch? No, probably. You can float. No, so um, no I think I probably at this point I probably would have died from an ectopic pregnancy. Oh yeah, that happened back then. Yeah, a lot. And I mean, I've had one now and now like 
were able to catch them early and stuff. But even now, people die from them. But either that or as a kid, I used to get strep throat. And that was, that can kill you. Like, you get scarlet fever from that. And so yeah. that's something that used to kill kids, childhood diseases. Maybe well, I, I would have gotten the cholera or dysentery. I so don't many, know. So many good choices of things you could have died from. I know. Um, when I don't wear makeup, I look like a Victorian child from the Victorian era that has consumption. <laughs> I'm very pasty. I'm going to share the text you sent before we got online. You said, I'm going to put makeup on so I don't look like a corpse. And I said, Jill, you don't look like a corpse. So I think that one ups the nicest thing I ever said. Cause last time I told you, you might have been and that was the nicest thing I'd ever That's said. True. And now I'm saying true. you don't look like a corpse. So I'm just. See, really we're laughing. getting better at compliments. I know. We should make that into a <laughs> pillow. You don't look like a corpse. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. I like this one. What is the first thing you would do if you woke up as a woman? Jake. If you woke up as the opposite sex. So. Yeah. Like if Jake, you woke up and you were like, oh, I have a vagina and boobs. Yeah. I don't know if I want to answer this question. I do. You it, need to. Well, it, it goes without saying the very first, if I woke up with boobs, I would be, you I gotta check these things room. out. These things are new. What can they do? Jake would try that's, the PG, that's, that's the G-rated <laughs> version of what I would do. <laughs> Jake would motorboat himself. <laughs> He'd get in the bathtub and like go. He'd sing islands in a stream. That is what oh, we are. Okay. Is that, I possible? Have... is that anatomically possible to do that? It depends on how big your boobs are. Ask me are... how I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was asking you. You're able to test that. I don't, I'm not big enough to do that. Um, Our parents so... are still proud of us. I know. What makes you think they're going to listen to our podcast? Because I tell them to, so that it increases our subscriber number. <laughs> I I can't promise my mom actually listens to it, but I can promise I, that she has it on her phone. I don't think my dad knows how to listen to a podcast. <laughs> my dad is very tech savvy. Like my dad and my stepmom, super tech savvy. And I'm sure my stepmom does have podcasts. Like I know she listened to cold because she loves murder stuff. My, no, I don't know. I, okay. I think we're okay though, because motorboating is just something you do at Lake Powell. Yeah. Like, There's really nothing funny about that. Buoys. Okay. All right. Bobbing up and down know. over the waves in your motorboat. Well, that's right. Yeah. 
All right. Should we do one more? I think so. We got to ask. I was asked how my fantasy football team was doing. Oh, and... Jill. I, my, my three Pete reign as fantasy football champion has come to an end. Did it? Did it? What, what messed it up? Well, my opponent had, I was in the championship though. I didn't deserve it. My team was terrible this year. I had Christian oh. McCaffrey and he was hurt the whole year and Nick Chubb was injured most of the year. Chubb. His name's Chubb. <laughs> I should have made my team name like Nick. <laughs> Chubb for Nick. I had George Kittle from the 49ers. He was injured all year. George, yeah. I call him. So yeah. my team sucked, but somehow, thank you, Josh Allen. Somehow I got into the championship and lost barely. And my opponent had Alvin Kamara, who scored six touchdowns last week. So if you don't know how fantasy football works, basically the more touchdowns and yards a player gets, the more points they get. So if your opponent player on their team that scores six touchdowns and has 150 yards, that was like half of that person's team total was from that one player. So otherwise I would have won. That's okay. You know, I needed to lose because I think it's humbly. It humbles you, keeps you honest. It keeps you humble. Other people interested in doing it again next year. I think if I would have won four years in a row, I think the league would have died. Hey, can I tell you something to totally change the subject? Were you done with your story? You don't need my permission. Okay. So my mom for New Year's Day used to make these cranberry muffins with butter sauce and she used to light sugar cubes on fire on top of them and it was really awesome and I don't know I got this bug up my nose to do it and so I made them and nothing bad happened no and they were so good but it's about Kristen yeah. You know my friend Kristen. I do, yeah. So she has celiac. And so I had to go in search of gluten-free flour. And I made her some and I delivered them today. Well, Curtis did. He left them on the doorstep because you know. COVID. Yeah. COVID. Anyway, she took a picture of her daughter, her her five-year-old, eating them, and she was she like nommed two of them and you know what that tells me that they were good and they that makes edible. me happy and well they were good like she's a picky little five-year-old and can i just tell you that that made me happy on the insides that that's very sweet i didn't like the sugar cubes on fire for them because obviously they weren't there you should have lit it up and then ran away i didn't want to start a fire i mean they were in tupperware too so anyway uh, but yeah, that's that could have melted story. tupperware and give them cancer so probably a good call yeah they were really good though i mean the sh- i'm 
I've never really made gluten-free anything, but they were really tasty. Good. I'm excited for that. So that story has, you know, little value to anything, but holidays are something that I think are difficult when you lose a parent. Jake is going through this for the first time this year. And, you know, like Christmas was shit. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure. Actually, we made the best. We made the best of it, but it was kind yeah. of it was a melancholy Christmas and not particularly. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. So, um, but yeah, this is just something that I haven't done in probably 25 years. Like my mom was sick for, you know, a long time, but I was like, ooh, I need to make those. So it it was just something that made me happy. And so anyway, that was just, you know, Hey, well, I'm speaking of flaming sugar. I'm going to change the subject too. Yay. Okay. We need to. Okay. I'm just reading this This like a few days ago, but Kirk Cameron under fire for hosting large caroling protests as COVID-19 cases surge, as he called it unchristian. That does not sound like something Kirk Cameron would do. You know, yeah, he needs a he needs boner back in his life. <laughs> I have to bleep that out. That was his name. That was the kid's name. Can you believe? That yeah, well, that was a character like in the eighties. I don't understand eighties, like eighties and nineties from Growing Pains. Like who <laughs> greenlighted the idea of a character on a? Named boner boner like what was that supposed like why was that his name it was a nickname yeah, i don't was, understand i i don't know but like i remember a couple years ago when that actor that played him died and jake goes don't look don't google my boner boner die <laughs> that made me laugh I don't remember uh, the boner dying. Yeah, boner died. Yeah, well, I, I would agree. I think Kirk Cameron does need more boner influence. You know, Kirk Cameron has just kind of gone crazy, though. And, like, Candace Cameron came out and she was like, yeah, I don't support that at all. So there's there's some issues going on in the Cameron family. <laughs> and, you know, Candace right, Cameron is... Sister, huh? Yeah, and like Candace Cameron is like on all of those uh, Hallmark movies. Like she does at least like five a year for those Christmas movies. And like, so she's like supportive of Caroline and (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I just, it just felt right to say. I wonder if she misses Boner. Well, they were on different shows. She misses Dave Coulier. Cut it out. (laughs) The 80s are all a big (laughs) thinking. I was thinking she was the daughter from that show. No, she was on Full House, right? Yeah, she was on Full House with Dave Coulier. And Bob Saget. And Bob Saget. You know, I tried out. I tried out that uh, game show that Bob Saget hosted. Um, you remember that? It was about 15 years ago. One, 
versus a hundred, I think, where there were, it was a trivia show and then they gave you the question. And then if you answered it and if you got it right, there were a hundred guests that also answered it. And if they got it wrong, they were eliminated and you got dollar amounts for each person that got eliminated and you kept doubling. It was basically the easiest show you could, you could get up to six figures really easily. So I don't remember that at all. Google that one versus a hundred. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Google that and then get on um, your private mode and Google what happened to Boner. Cause I don't remember. I'm curious how Boner died. There was another weird eighties character uh, name. We could do that. I can't think of what it is, but there was another questionable name. It wasn't Scream, but it was something like Boner huh. or something that was kind of inappropriate. Just not appropriate for a family show. <laughs> I don't know. It was the character's name, people. Yeah, it didn't mean like what that means. Name Link! <laughs> That's my Boner impression. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my list of impressions. I could do a boner impression and people would be like, Don't do a boner impression, Jake. That's reason R. I'm just going to do that. I'm going to go, Hey, Mike. And that's going to hey, be Mike. it. And they're going to look at me with blank stares. Like, I don't understand. And also a big sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is going to make the show. Oh, I'm keeping that in. That's the funniest thing we did all day. Maybe. <laughs> oh, funny love. Coco love. <laughs> and we're going to end the show with like 10 minutes of just nonsense. Yeah, it is. I feel like, yeah, it's been a little cray cray. Listeners, and by listeners, I mean you in particular. I'm not speaking to a group of people. I'm speaking to you individually. Please connect with us on, we are on Facebook. We are on, we are, the, we are on, Twitter. on Insta at Utah underscore AF on yeah. the Twitters at Utah underscore AF. And if you can't keep track of that, just go to our website, utah-af.com. We have links to them all there. And just see what's up. We got funny stuff on there. We do. There's plenty of ideas we'd love to just have your input on. And things we you want us to talk about. Anything Utah. Anyway, we'll, we'll touch base then. And subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review. And if you have feedback, you can leave it and we will, we will read your comment on the air as long as you give us five stars. So you can say yeah. your show is shit, but if you give us five stars, we'll, give we'll you still call. say, yeah, I don't care what people All right. All right. Well, we love you. Take care of yourselves. Love you tons. Utah values. Mwah.